The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Um, I'm just going to read you something here. This is the blurb from a book. Is the life you are running the one you really want? Or would you be ready to change it if only you were not afraid? Max Calderan is the king of the desert. At 40, he has already crossed the most insidious and impractical deserts of the world surviving in extreme conditions. Without medical assistance and in complete loneliness, carrying a backpack with only strictly, only the strictly necessary. This explorer has overcome every known limit, beginning with the first one that every day pre prevents us from truly being free. Fear, the belief that we cannot do it that we are powerless. The force within is much more, that's the book, is much more than the testimony of a man who crosses deserts, pushing his body beyond its limits. It is a journey into our consciousness and our faith through our conditionings and daily enslavements, searching for inner strength, because each of us, each day of our life, has his destiny to face. So the reason I'm reading that out, friends, is, Max, when I read that, it was like I was reading my own philosophy. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, sure, it makes sense, uh, dear Chris, because uh, if you go through your biography and uh, what I know, I know about you, I think that uh, people like us, they have the same um, energy, the same uh, willing to do something different in this life. So, yes, it's true. Yes, I mean, I, I, I was reading stuff on the websites and it basically meant you live my dream life. <laughs> if that makes sense. So. <laughs> Can, can you tell our, our listeners and our viewers um, just a little bit, how did you get into running across deserts? Uh, you know, I think that uh, every one of us is his own uh, dream uh, when he's a child and uh, who wants to become a pilot, who wants to become a doctor or uh, uh, anything else. I mean, uh, in the archaeological sector, my dream was to become an explorer. 
I wanted from when I was seven years old uh, because I was reading an encyclopedia that my mother bought to me in a cinema. <laughs> and this encyclopedia in 1974, uh, I was seven years old. Uh, there was a page, uh, uh, two, three pages, uh, they, they were talking about uh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. But you know, I was a child, I was living in Italy, near Venice. I didn't know nothing about uh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. But I remember that there was a picture with some camels and one Bedou that were crossing uh, the borders of uh, the empty water desert, the Rubal Khali. And it was written that the camels were scared to go inside and the migratory birds, uh, they were taking a diversion over this desert that is, uh, that was a long, longer than 1000 kilometers and uh, largest more than uh, or 650 kilometers. So I went to my mother with the picture uh, and I told to my mother, hey mom, uh, when I will be an old man, I will be the first man that will uh, explore and that will enter in the empty water desert. And after 46 years, <laughs> the dream came true. <laughs> wow. So for our, our, for our subscribers, Max has just run across the empty quarter. It's a part of Saudi Arabia that is so barren that, as Max said, no nobody enters it. I think was there a British explorer many years ago tried to cross it with camels? Was he called Fessinger? Or... Yes, yeah, so you is um, right, but it's not properly correct. Uh, first of all, we need to consider that in that time it was uh, uh, nearly 30s or 40s. They didn't have uh, satellite phone, uh, cars and so on. Uh, they did the explorations in the, in the empty quarter. Tessinger, he did uh, uh, a circle, but uh, uh, nowadays I can say that they were mostly close to the um, uh, east border, west border, north and south, but nothing in the middle, nothing in the middle. Philby was another explorer going from north to south, uh, having a small exploration uh, coming from the north to south. But uh, what I did uh, is, uh, is something that I was not uh, in the footsteps of someone else. Uh, I opened a new line that now is named the, Ca the Calderan line that is going right in the middle of the empty quarter from west to east. So 1,100 kilometers, more or less. We are waiting the final, uh, <laughs> the final tracking from uh, satellite uh, to Ryanair company and was right in the middle. Is the first ever crossing on foot of the empty quarter, I mean the first ever exploration ever done in the empty quarter, right in the middle, so no doubt. So it's an historical, uh, it's an historical achievement. Uh, my wow. dream, I mean. <laughs> well, massive congratulations. Max, can I just say that something is touching your phone? I can hear. Ah, yes, sure. Maybe because I'm talking, yeah, I can keep it this way. Yes, yes, yes. Gonna, sorry, sorry. People will get upset with me. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> um, of course. Yes, massive congratulations. I, um, I'm just in awe of your achievement. We should say thank you now to Ian, who was part of your crew. Is, is that correct? Uh, I can say that uh, this uh, exploration uh was possible for uh, many reasons but a few reasons 
main reason because I had a dream, I had uh, my preparation, I had already several records, blah, 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 blah. But, but, if in my life uh, in 2016, I was, uh, I, I, I was with Ian, Ian Huggins. Yes. In the Tropic of Cancer. He was following me. Is uh, I knew him in 2016. If Ian was not on board as team leader expedition in the crossing of the empty quarter, uh, I will be now here with you chatting and talking about uh, my exploration. Because uh, the final decision to go into the Rubalhali, the empty quarter, I said yes only and exclusively because Ian Huggins, that we were friends, now we are brothers, <laughs> because after the empty water exploration, we became brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he was not on board, uh, um, my willing, um, with the production of the documentary, with the record, with the exploration, was uh, no. But because of Ian, my final words were yes. That's it. Brilliant, Max. So Ian is also my brother because we're both Marines. And Ian also supports me on my Patreon team. He's a very kind man. Um, My Patreons, they pay me £2 a month just to help me um, pay for all all my equipment. So thank you, um, Ian. I just wanted to give you a mention. Um, Can you tell us, I've watched your videos, Max. You seem so fit. You have the perfect physique. Um, I mean, your mind is obviously in the right place. Do, shall we start? Can you talk about diet? It's very easy. I mean, uh, uh, first of all, we have to consider that uh, in my life, I, I tried a lot of things uh, also before that uh, was internet, before YouTube, before any kind of uh, uh social uh, uh i mean uh, social uh, opinions i mean in the social network so i tried first on my skin and on my body after that i was lucky because after the university i am a doctor in sports science and i started to work with the pharmaceutical company so i started to knew to, to and to know everything about uh, drugs medicine and so on after that, 15 years ago, I decided to stop my career as a manager in pharmaceutical company, and I opened my uh, own small laboratory of genetic that now is providing genetic tests, gut microbiome, so gut flora analysis and hormonal analysis. It's very high level of uh, analysis. So starting from that point, uh, I selected a very 100% personalized food supplementation and also lifestyle. That was already more or less was what doing, but uh, it gave me the final uh, boost in order to, to, to get the best preparation ever in terms of diet and nutrition. Because uh, I consider myself also always, I'm not average. Uh, I am unique, but also you. Chris, you are unique. You know, Ian is unique. Each of us has his own, and he, he must pretend the best for himself, 100% personalized. There are some common uh, points, but uh, I can say during the exploration, 
uh, from diet point of view, I was perfect. Uh, with my um, low very low carbs, it could be 20% of the total amount of calories. Uh, vegetables, uh, uh, vegetable protein, also beef, but everything was, I can say, 90% organic. Uh, the nutrition plan was divided in... Uh, several small uh, um, consumption of calories, but continually through the day. But it was not the first time. It's something that I was preparing in the last uh, at least 10 years. So it was very, very perfect. I mean, I was lucky, but perfect. <laughs> and do you, do you run for training, Max? Or do you run very often? No, uh, no, because uh, in the previous exploration, you have to consider, it, for instance, in uh, in desert with uh, stones, rocks, and so on, uh, I'm able to cover also in every 24 hours, 160 kilometers per day for three, four, five, six days, and day and night with uh, small naps of five minutes every three, four hours. Empty quarter was totally different. So I was uh, mostly up to 18 hours per day on my legs. Uh, sometimes five, sometimes three, sometimes two hours sleeping per day. It depends from the weather condition, if I was tired or not. And um, in the empty quarter, you have to walk. It's impossible to run for a simple reason, the quality of the sand. Soft sands, hard sands, wind, weather condition. During the night, you cannot run because uh, it's quite impossible. And you need to to I can say to to keep always with you as much as possible energy because during an exploration you start with a question mark and the question mark is first goal to come out alive so this question mark will be with you during the exploration and you cannot make one single mistake because Empty quarter, particularly empty quarter, if you want, it can kill you in five minutes. So that's it. Did you not worry that if you couldn't get back to your transport, your team, that that's it, that you're going to die? I mean, it must have been no, I, a, a concern or, or did you just plan for that very well? Yes, I was the best prepared on this uh, side because uh, uh, virtually... Every 18 kilometers on the map before starting, uh, we fixed uh, one waypoint. What is the meaning? It's virtual. We didn't know if we were able to arrive on this waypoint. But in any case, uh, uh, we were lucky because for the train condition, I can say I was always finding, oh, me, I was arriving before or later, but... Uh, or me, or Ian, with uh, his team, uh, they were capable to arrive in the, that waypoint. But what's happened? During the sandstorm in the evening, they were not able to arrive in, in the dead waypoint. During the morning, because I was walking during the night, they were not in that waypoint. So, I mean, it's always, uh, um, I can say, we were lucky from the beginning, because with better weather condition, it could be that uh, I was needing to stay alone for up to 200 kilometers, maybe, with my water and my food. But I was prepared for that. For that, 
I can stay with all uh, my water and food uh, without um, meet anyone up to 250-300 kilometers. So I had a good, uh, a good uh, and huge. Uh, a, a, a safe area. I mean, I don't know how to describe yeah. it in English. But we should mention that you have run long distances with no food and no water. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, because I was preparing for them to Porter. For instance, one of my best training now in summer is to cover uh, every two weeks in summer in uh, United Arab Emirates in the desert. 100 kilometers in less than 24 hours without eating, without drinking, without sleeping. So can you imagine 60 degrees temperature? The sand is running up to 76, 78 degrees temperature. So this is now a best training. In Tropic of Cancer on Oman, I was not sleeping at all for almost 100 hours, just five minutes naps every three, four hours. But it was covering 437 kilometers in 90 hours. I mean, but it was part of a training. Any kind of previous uh, record was only to prepare myself uh, in the best way for crossing the empty water. Wow. Out of your, you have, I think now, 11 world records, including... I can say, see, I mean, there the were 11 in... I mean, the truth that there were 13 because there are others more <laughs> records, <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, uh, I can say records in that the meaning is that nobody did it before and nobody, as for my knowledge, uh, was capable to repeat it again, such as, uh, I can say, the first time that I was capable to run uh, uh, 100 kilometers in summer, August, in the middle of the sand, without drinking, without sleeping, without eating, was a record, but now it's a training. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so is, I don't know how to define it. I mean, <laughs> which, is, uh, which one was the most difficult for you? Which was the most challenging? The most challenging is now that this I one. come back at home. No, no, now that oh, I come oh. back at home, I have three child, another one is arriving. So this will be the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the toughest uh, exploration that I have to do now I mean <laughs> yeah okay but of course of course the empty quarter yes of course of course the empty quarter <laughs> can you describe how why do we love the desert why is it so beautiful for people like you and I I think you know that uh, people like us uh, I mean, and this, as I include uh, all the explorers, but also people that are always, uh, uh, um, I can say, on action, uh, trying to do something uh, different in, the, in every day. Ian is one of these guys, for instance. Uh, I think that uh, for me, that, that I don't know how to describe in English, but is the fact that uh, I, I'm always curious. I always want to know something that uh, is unknown. I want to, to understand why something nobody did before because, because of many reasons. But the curiosity, the, 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 the fact to be curious uh, is uh, something that keep, at least for me, keep me alive. I live my daily life in the, in the, as a, 
100% we should live our life. Yeah. Uh, once you stop to be curious, everything for me is, uh, is could stop now. If something could, if I'm not any more curious, okay, it's better that I die now. Well, I don't know if I'm able to transfer this concept. So, and second, from what you learn, what I learned from my experience, second is the 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 fact that I don't know how to say the, the give started. The the, the 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 way of capability to, to give back to share the experience trying to involve as much as possible people because uh, uh, I as for me in this period historical period we are on a lot of people is uh, having a lot of uh, I can say bad thoughts uh, they, they have there is a lot of conditions conditioning uh, conditioning I don't know how to say in English I mean we read the newspaper magazine such the network and we are not uh, no more ourselves. We start to think with other people's minds and, and, and blah, 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 blah. So it's something like to, to give a shake. Hey, now, wake up. Hey, look at yourself in the mirror. Look, who is this guy in the mirror? It's no more you. Try to, 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 to understand the, the child that it was you, his dream are still alive. You can do something even if you, you are 70 years old. I mean, you know, <laughs> So this is more or less of what is uh, giving me the booster. Yeah, good. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I so completely understand where you're coming from. I I try to get this across to my audience. Uh, I will always keep trying. I don't know if it's always possible to get everybody to understand this kind of... I don't know if it's something... I don't know where we get it from. You know, I won't pretend that I understand. Um, but let's talk about the desert. Can you give us an idea of how was your day from the morning to the night? Um, how was the weather, this kind of thing, the, the heat? Uh, I can say the, the weather condition were, uh, oh, was a range, a difference of temperature from 2.5 degrees up to 35 degrees Celsius. So it's a very huge range. Uh, uh, I started from almost 800 meters elevation. So it was very cold. My day was um, mostly uh, 1.30 wake up. At 2 a.m. Uh, started to walking. And uh, Every four hours, three hours and a half, four hours and a half, there was a stop in, in the waypoint. And this uh, was going on uh, all the day until uh, 7, 8, 9 p.m. It depends from weather condition and so on. Uh, I faced a sandstorm. Then uh, there was, um, uh, I can say, the biggest difficulties uh, were in the last 200 kilometers. That's for sure. Because uh, you have to know that the the troop uh, the, for the documentary they decide to, to to go out from this section of desert were too too difficult was too risky, and so in the last two hundred kilometers was something like uh, a nightmare because the sand dunes were higher than three hundred meters they were endless I wasn't able to understand from which uh, uh, part I could start to climb such a kind of dunes. I was facing literally the hell, I mean, and 
uh, I can say that uh, I was not sure hundred percent to in some point to I mean not only to survive, but uh, I was saying to myself uh, more than one time, okay. Now I stop here. I don't care anymore about nothing else. I stop here. Stop. Finish. Stop. So, but um, this is more or less. So, they were sixteen days or seventeen. I don't remember. Also, but uh, were very very tough. As for me, my feeling, my perception. Now that I'm here in my house. Was not 1,100 kilometers, was not 16, 17 days voltage, were just five minutes starting point. And finally, when I arrived to a fence with the protective area, this, this is more or less where I, what I remember very clear starting point and end. I will need more, more days, more weeks to understand. My gosh. It's funny. I, I think we have something in common. We've both run uh, around Petra in Jordan. I saw your picture. Yes, in uh, in in Petra, I was um, per, um, mostly for training, you know, because I was traveling a lot in Middle in Middle East. Yeah. And uh, yes, yes, also because Middle East is a uh, is a passion. I mean, I don't know why, but it's a passion. <laughs> so. But I can say that as for me, it doesn't matter what you do, what I do, what other people is doing, uh, because it, what I did is something that was important 100% for me. I mean, and I, I know, of course, it's historically, it's blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the story, it was important for me. For me. But any one of us has something that is important and has the same um Value, I mean, uh, has the same uh, see, value, has the same meaning of my exploration. For, of, I can say, if someone is in the wheelchair and is going for the first time to stand up by himself with the, the force of his legs, uh, has uh, the same value and also better than my exploration because he achieved a very great goal that was important for him. I don't know how to say. I hope to have the capability to try to transfer this this concept i mean so the most important thing is is to never give up i was saying to myself if i have to die i have to die on action not waiting yeah you know <laughs> so is I, I know that you understand very well this point yeah. so <laughs> so that's it yeah max does it help um you live in dubai right uh, yes, mo mo I say between Dubai and Italy because I'm always traveling. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, Dubai looks an amazing country. Does does that help you for your training and this kind of thing? Uh, Dubai, I can say that was helping me not um, properly for the training, but what I can say for the environment uh, related with the people living because uh, uh if there is something that, if you have a dream, it was, it is easier in Dubai to find someone that could be part of your dream. Look at Ian, for instance. If I was not living in Dubai, it was impossible to know someone else in Italy. You know, 
mm. with with the same uh, uh, capability and willing and passion of Ian. And so also many other people, I'm mean, thinking about uh, Servi, Servi Palmas that uh, is in, in, uh, in Dubai. He was the, 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 I can say, our headquarter in Dubai for any kind of communication operation. I mean, yeah. or Wayne or Adam or Mikey or Will, all the people that were parting of this exploration, they were all uh, in Dubai. So in this case, yes, Dubai is... Uh, uh, is a good good place for uh, for uh, trying to realize such kind of dream at least. It looks a, it looks an amazing place, amazing. Um, Max, how much water and food were you taking for each leg? Uh, it depends because during the night one uh, one bottle was enough, uh, one liter and a half. Uh, was enough for, for also we can say 36 kilometers I mean it was uh, also more 36, 46 also for 50 kilometers but during the day I preferred to drink as much as possible because the goal was to complete the exploration not to do a record without drinking so uh, during the day, um, that was starting to become very hot because we were 35 degrees, but the feeling was 42, 45. Uh, also, uh, one bottle, one liter and a half every every 20 kilometers. Also, sometimes, so yeah. I don't have, uh, I don't did did the right calculation right now. And um, did you see any life there? No, just uh, one wolf, uh, small animals, uh, but uh, nothing else. I suppose was uh, different, but it's really empty. I got some uh, fitness questions for you, Max, just just to give our audience an idea, because I think you're two years older than me. I'm 50 now. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. 52, yes. Uh, 52, yes. Are you like me? Do you still feel just... I still feel 18, you know. I've got I've got some injuries, but this is this is the life, right? Yes, I can say um, from when I was very very young, I did a lot of sports. Uh, also now now I have uh, just one two weeks of rest, but uh, then my daily routine is always the same from uh, I don't know <laughs> when I was at school. Wake up early early in the morning, usually 4 a.m. Then a small workout, a small running, cold shower, uh, Italian coffee, of course. <laughs> and then uh, if I wake up at 6 a.m., for me, I already lost all my day. And if I wake up at 6, for instance, I say, wow, what's happened? 6? What I can do today? Or, or, or The day is already gone. Mm. I cannot do nothing, you know, <laughs> something like that. So is uh, see, the body is for me is a priority. Because uh, also our minds, uh, we have a mind because there is a body. So I, pref- I choose uh, several years ago to start from the body. <laughs> That's it. Do, do, you have any, um, do you have any technique for, for managing stress? Because this seems to be, stress and anxiety seem to be a huge problem now for, for many people. I, I, know it's a, I know it's a combination of, diet and fitness and mental state but do you have any like one technique you could give people 
No, I never had the meditation. I never had the training uh, for for mind. Uh, nothing, uh, because uh, you know I came from uh, extreme climbing, extreme skiing. Uh, so it was natural. When your life is at risk, you you don't need a specific training. But it's important to have training for stress in ordinary life. I mean, or in very risky, risky situation, like a war situation, like uh, special forces, blah, 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 because it's totally different. As for me in sports uh, and exploration, I never had the training for the mind because uh, also because maybe for genetic predisposal, I produce very low, low level of cortisol, very low. So I can uh, sustain a huge quantity of stress without any kind of uh, side effects. So, but to have the predisposal is nothing if you don't train yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the only predisposal is not giving you the capability to grow empty water. You need to train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, for you to run 10K, Max, how, how long would that take you? Uh, when I was younger in university, I had uh, 32, point, 32 minutes, point 46, 47, I don't remember seconds, when I was in university. That was not my distance. Uh, after that, I immediately changed and uh, I started to run longer distance. But uh, no competition, three, four competition, that's it. No. Okay. I prefer the nature instead of the number on... Uh, of my chest uh, during a competition, but it was only for passion. Yeah, I just find I I always I'm always saying to people just you have to enjoy your exercise. You know, you have to enjoy your running. And I, I, exactly, I, I try to get this philosophy. And I mean, I ran on the machine this morning. I I hate the machine, but it's sometimes it's just convenient, right? It was. Uh, Eight and a half minutes for one mile. So I don't know what that is in kilometers. Um, yeah. But that's unusual for me. I, I can be happy running 12 minutes a mile. Um, I just think it's important to, to get out there and do something, right? Yes, it's, it's important to do something. Then uh, doesn't matter. Numbers are numbers. I mean, uh, if you enjoy yourself, your time, and simply walking or running. The most important for me is to do something in the nature as much as possible. This is the, for me, the key factor of uh, to 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 feel ourselves in the best way. That's it. <laughs> do, you, do you do you sauna often, Max? Uh, sorry again. Do you sauna sauna? No, no, no. I don't like. I don't like. I'm a really. Mm, basic, basic uh, nature. That's it. I don't uh, need. I don't care. I don't want. I don't like uh, music while I'm running to make sauna, to make uh, meditation, to make. Uh, uh, for me, just nature. Uh, that's it. For me, it's enough. For me, I mean, at least for me, it's enough. Mm, brilliant. And uh, uh, sorry, the most important thing: select and choose. Uh, the the right people that is surrounding you. I mean, having also the capability to to say no to some other people that want wants to interfere with your life. That's it. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a friend 
he says um oh what what he says love everybody respect a few but always paddle your own canoe something like this oh uh, yeah yeah sure sure i agree <laughs> um just one technical question how did you navigate did you have a gps in the desert yeah well See, I was navigating with the GPS, but uh, mostly it was a switch off. Because once you see something in front of you, then you, you keep on the same direction. During the night, uh, stellar. Just uh, the first uh, one kilometers uh, with the GPS, then totally switch off. Uh, and after three hours and a half, I was uh, switch on again. Stellar navigation is always the best. So the, the stars, yeah? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Amazing. And... In Arabia, they nickname you Al Mahdi. Is this correct? Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. Is uh, the meaning is uh, to, to be that someone is uh, giving you the right uh, way where to go. Someone very big, bigger than me, is giving the right way where to go, and uh, has been given to me by Bedou in the desert. Yes, in Sinai Desert. Yes. Wow! Amazing. And <laughs> what what has been? Uh, the greatest moment in in your adventures can it, it, I, I know all of it is great but it, can you think of one example but the seems that it's not a little with me but with the people that i met in the desert because i meet in the desert because uh, most of it was related with the meeting of some bedouins living in the desert because uh, when i saw newspaper magazine uh, politics blah 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 talking about the Middle East, the uh, Arab world, the uh, sea war, world, and so on. And then you you are with such kind of people in the desert that they don't know, they don't have borders, they don't have politics, they don't have... <laughs> they, they only open the door of their home, we can say home, house. It's totally different. Everything is changing. So, so this is... These are always epic moments because you understand that, that everything is a big bullshit here. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. Once you understand everything in life is a lie, then it becomes much easier. You get your freedom. I yeah, watched, yes. I watched um, Bedouin in Pakistan filling up these um, goat skins with water. It was amazing. No, no buckets, no, no cans, just these goat skins. And they still had the legs on the skin. So the legs yes. filled up with water. It, it, and they, it, I mean, like you say, the difference between us was, is, you know, enormous, just enormous, the, the, the way we live our lives. And, um, yeah. So, I'm conscious of the uh, time, Max. I know you must be an incredibly busy man. What is the next? Are, are you going to write a book about this challenge? Yes. Yes, we'll be, we will uh, write a book about the Calderon Liner, uh, where it's not only a book related with my exploration, but how something could be successful if you have uh, good people around you, good team uh, having the same vision. This is the main point because uh, by yourself alone, uh, nothing would be useful. I mean, 
is only egoistic approach. Um, when you do something with a, a team, uh, with uh, good people, it's totally different. And uh, more and more good people together could give more and more a better world. So for sure there is a book. Uh, now uh, we start to think, we start to think how to do in the best way, but it's already on the process. So yes, sure. Good, good. Are you going to have them in English? Because I notice... You're of course, to... there is in English. It will be first in English now. This time, oh. first in English, and after that in Italian. <laughs> yeah, good. Max, I always finish by asking my guests three questions. Yes. Three more questions. Yes. Um, and they are, which film is your biggest inspiration? Which book and which person? So... Film or movie, book, and person. As for the movie, I can tell you now immediately. Maybe you are, uh, you will, uh, if you will, laughing. I mean, because it was Conan the Barbarian, because uh, uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, because it was alone in a cinema in Italy. I was maybe 14, 15 years uh, older. I was alone because I don't know who my father is. So I was alone in this cinema. And I, uh, I was alone because of my friends, they liked to go to disco, drinking, and I was training. And at a certain point in the movie, Conan, the barbarian, was younger. It was uh, something like a slave in uh, a circle, pushing a big wood uh, with a big stone. Uh, was uh, having a lot of uh, effort, uh, but he was a slave, you know? But this was his lucky. He was lucky because he became stronger with big muscle, very strong. He was fighting against uh, the bad uh, people, the hell, the devil. And watching this movie, I thought to myself, I told myself, I am like him. I mean, I'm alone while other people is having fun, funny time. So this is my movie. <laughs> okay. Then uh, the, the book. Uh, hey, the book... Uh, is uh, related with my study in the school. Uh, it was about the emperor uh, Julius Caesar, that uh, Roman uh, Julius Caesar, because uh, um, I was reading in Latin language, you know, I was younger. And I, I get a lot of inspiration. I, I want to separate the bad things that he did from the good one, because, of course, it was an emperor. It was killing uh, other people, blah, blah, blah. But um, the way he was thinking, the way he was uh, capable to, to create uh, a big empire only because uh, he followed right procedure, right vision in that time. I mean, it was very inspirational for me as a book and uh, related with Julius Caesar's life. Uh, and, uh, and the last question that you told me was... Uh, the person... Which person? <laughs> the person. This is a very good question because uh, I don't have really um, a, a, a real picture, a person that uh, was real with a can be, body. Can, it can be fiction. I, I would yes. probably say tar, Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, this was related with... Uh, I can say 
imaginary. I mean, uh, when I was uh, always when I was child, uh, I wanted to be for a period uh, or uh, Superman. I mean, <laughs> or, or other people, but were only and exclusively people or actors. Something like also the John Wayne. I mean, or uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. any kind of people that were fighting. Uh, to, 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 I can say, to kill uh, in, in the meaning of the killing, I mean, not only physically, I mean, all the bad people, people that were fighting against the hell, against the devil, against the bad things in the world. I mean, these, all of them, I mean, uh, but no one specific one, one guy, that's it. <laughs> what do you, I, I, I can't let you go without asking, what is your kind of life view on uh, of spirituality, the universe, religion, this, I'm, I'm guessing you're a child of the universe. You know, as an explorer, I, I will tell you something that, uh, a synthesis that not belongs to me, belongs to Italian, a very big explorer that uh, was related with the Venice uh, Republic. And this Marco Polo, Marco Polo was a big explorer, was something like uh, all in the Far East, uh, uh, from Venice, he, he explored a lot of things. Uh, I want to end this uh, marvelous conversation with uh, his sentences. He was saying, I will say and I will uh, tell uh, only the 50% of what uh, I saw on my exploration. Because if I will start to say the remaining 50%, that is including also spirituality, universe, energy, and so on, the second part, the, the remaining 50%, nobody will believe me. And they will start to think that I am crazy. So yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, I... Well, Max, I'm I'm gonna put your links for your website and your and your Twitter and this. Uh, feel on... free, feel free to do yeah. anything that you want, dear. And I hope to meet you in person, really. Oh, uh, if maybe we could uh, go running sometime or we'll, we'll do some adventure, it'd be it'd be a dream come true for me. Yeah, yes, also for me, really, it would be fantastic, also for me. What I say, thank you, thank you for your time, and I hope to 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 have this opportunity to meet you in person, and uh, keep in touch. That's yes. it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Max, thank you, my friend. I really, thank you. really appreciate it. Love thank to your family. You. Take care. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you.